another one. What's going on, everybody? It's the Black Print Podcast. It's your boy Virtue, and it's your boy Footage by Fame, the motherfucking Fame. Yes, sir. This is episode two of this thing. Two, two of this thing. Two of this thing. Um, yeah, man, we here another one. Uh, we got great feedback from episode one, which I uh definitely liked and enjoyed because I wanted people to share their, you know. Um, what they thought I wanted people to critique it Like what you want to see What you want to hear about Et cetera, et cetera For sure <laughs> um, What was your take from the first episode? How how was you feeling about putting out The first episode? So really bro It was no thought at all I said we gotta go You know For sure um, But after it was out And I seen what it did And um, the response Like you said from other people mm-hmm. Was really, really, uh, really good, man. It just made me feel like this is what we're supposed to be doing. For sure, you know, sure. Um, definitely feels like that. I mean, because we've been talking about it for so long. Yeah, we've been talking about it for so long, and then you know, I had a shorty. She was like, "Yo, you so sexy. You sound good up there." He talking about his wife, not <laughs> not just a shorty, <laughs> not just a shorty. Let's clarify that. That's yeah, hilarious, yeah, man. You know, wife was like, "Yeah, you look, you sound so good up there, babe." Yeah, you for know, sure. You sound like you know what you're talking about. For sure. Said I do know what I'm talking about. For sure. <laughs> Experiences have taught us what we're, you know, what I mean, what we're relaying to the world. So for sure, I know for me, um, I was super excited because, like, even before we even recorded that podcast, mm-hmm. it wasn't gonna happen. Unless I was like, nah, F everything else. Yeah, like, I know for me, too, I wanted the intro to be right. Like, I, yeah. how the intro came on wasn't how I really had it, Yeah, you know, yeah, vision. Yeah. I wanted us to be um, um, in the field working. To the, to the, and we're going to get there. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get to that point. But yeah. I, I thought, um, you know, what was more important was um, putting out the conversations mm-hmm. to the people. Because, I, you know what I'm saying, like, like I said, this I, this podcast was supposed to been happened. Like we didn't tried it multiple times. Yeah, like that wasn't the first episode. It probably was like episode six or seven. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That we just didn't. You know whether it was things we let get in the way, um, yeah. procrastination, procrastination, um, things not being right. You know, and that I felt like that was holding us back from actually just let's just do do the setup, bro, and let's just. You know what I mean? Make it make it happen, and now we here. Yeah, man. So I mean, we here. I I do got a question for you. Yes, sir. What what are you putting your print on this week? Uh, what am I putting my print on this week? Um, this week I'm putting my print on organization mm. and trying to find a better uh balance. So organization and balance, and when I when I, I'll dive in a little deeper. So organization in terms of like, just making sure like things are in the right places, mm-hmm. um, organizing certain files to go here, go there, go there in terms of my editing process, and with balance, I'm trying to find work, work and life balance more. Like that's very I, important. Yeah, I feel like I don't do. I try to do a good job at it, but I feel like I don't. And sometimes it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of times it's overwhelming. You know what I'm saying? When you got so much to do, you have so many things to deliver, 
but you also got to continue to take new projects. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, that's what I'm putting my print on. What are you putting your print on this oh, week, man. brother? What am I putting my print on this week? Um, so, really, I'm just I'm waking up at 5 a.m., mm-hmm. and I'm going to the gym. Um, so, like, just putting my print on my fitness journey mm-hmm. um as well as uh just making sure my finances and everything is in order for this purchase I'm about to make mm-hmm. so me and my wife are trying to purchase a home yeah you know this will be our first time you know purchasing a home uh need a backyard for my kids and my dog man for sure for so sure. just trying to make sure everything's in line so it goes back to the organization, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I feel like if you're not organized, your brain will be cluttered. You can't work. Yeah. Um, yeah. So trying to declutter my house, get rid of clothes and the old stuff mm-hmm. um, because it's, it's it caused chaos and just havoc, man. Yes, it does. And you cannot think or work in that mm-hmm. environment. It's not healthy. No, you can't. I mean, like me and my wife were just having a conversation about this because I'm a person who... I usually keep everything in my head. Mm, same. Like, but once I put the the whiteboard in the office, especially when it came to the weddings, like having them all written down, and not that they weren't like they're on my calendar, of course, or, or in the uh, you know invoices. Yeah, and they're they're in there in the contracts or whatever. But just seeing it every day, like you know, what I mean, lets me. It declutters it from my mind because I'm yeah. a person who holds everything in his head. So if everything is in my mind and I got to clean up the office, it's just like, bro, I feel like it's overwhelming, bro. No, like, it is. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's the part that that's the other part that, um, you know, people don't see mm-hmm. the over the overwhelming part. Because, I mean, once again, like episode one, we make it look so good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a person who, even with certain things you might be dealing with or whatever, also, too, like, I'm a person who can still put things, I can compartmentalize. Mm-hmm. So I could be dealing with what I'm dealing with and still go out and still do this and still look like nothing is going on. You would you never know. know. Saying? You would never know because I'm just that type of person. But so the only person who would know is my wife, you. You know what I mean? Close friends and stuff like that. But, yeah, man. Yeah. So, we got we got some working to do, man. Yeah, so for sure. For sure. Get on Definitely. to this organization so we can get back out here. Definitely. And grind. For sure. What's next on the, um, what we got this week? Let's see. Let me see. What we got this week, man? I think one of them was, um, what was it, dog? So the first one was how do you find your niche your niche or place in the creative world in the creative world shout out to my my wife I made her the producer of the podcast <laughs> somebody to help me with the um you know the ideas to bring to the pod and certain questions that somebody who not in this space in terms of filmmaking what they would want to hear from you from know us, what I mean yeah. from us you know what I'm saying so yeah how do you how do you find your your niche or place in the creative world? Definitely a loaded question, but it is a loaded question, but it's a great question. And um I feel like I'm still trying to figure that out to this day. Mm-hmm. Um That's nuts. 
because people I would say you already had it figured out. I I don't think so, bro. <laughs> no, I'm I'm in agreement. I feel the same way because I feel like I do so much. You know. Yeah. Um, I do weddings. I do mm-hmm. the fitness videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying. Where my heart is, I definitely want to vlog. I want to do my family, you know, channel and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think I think that's the good thing about being a creative. Um, it never stops. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So trying to just trying to find that I'm gonna just stick with this is kind of hard for me right now. Yeah, no, for sure. I agree. I agree totally with you. Um, I feel the same way too. I think uh, that's definitely a good thing about being a creative. I feel like. Being a creative is a gift and a curse in a sense. Mm-hmm. Not more so curse in a bad way. So let me not use that word, but it's definitely obstacles to it. For sure. Because like I know starting off, I did everything too. And I still to this point relatively do a lot of things. But sometimes I feel like I should niche it down. Yeah. Um, Just to have a better workflow, have a better... um consistency with mm-hmm. things you know what i mean yes i'm i'm great at a lot of things but i wish sometimes that i was just doing one thing one thing for a little while you know what i'm saying like if a company hired us to do a documentary and we got to take six months like i want those type of yeah those type of experiences and work to do so i have a question for you then mm-hmm. because um Right now, I feel like I want to niche down and just stick to one thing. For sure. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm so good at so much. Mm-hmm. And if somebody asks me for something, mm-hmm. it's a bag attached to it. Yeah. I'm going to go get it. Mm-hmm. For you sure. Know? For sure. But then it's like, I'm trying to organize my page. I don't want people like, oh, he do this, he do yeah, this, yeah, like yeah, trying yeah. to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And that's the main reason why I separated my wedding page from my personal page, but mm-hmm. still... With the reels now. Which I hated that he did, by the way, you guys. I'm going to just tell y'all that. <laughs> and, with, and with the reels now, I still have to um, collaborate my personal page with my wedding page. Of course. Because my wedding page isn't as popular as my mm-hmm. personal page. Yeah, you got to grow it. You know, I have to grow it. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's still like, dang, you you did it for no reason in a sense. I get why you did it. Definitely get why you do it, did it when you told me that. But what was your question? My bad, my bad. I yeah, know it, it kind of went. Hand no, you good, you good. But the question was, um, the question was, do you niche down and don't get the bag for the other opportunity that you may be good at as well? That's the, that's the, that's the, um, the tugging war. Yeah. I think that that'll always be the tug and war, mm-hmm. especially if it's a bag attached to it. Because as entrepreneurs like we are, you know, we have, you know, what I mean, clients that pay us monthly and we set them up to be that way. So certain things we don't have to take. Yeah. But also, too, sometimes, you know, in life, things happen where you might got to take this over here that you necessarily don't probably don't want to do, but it's a big enough bag to where it'll pay the rent for the next two months. Correct. And as a man too, like, cause it ain't even just like fully entrepreneurship, like, cause we men at the end of the day. So for us, it's always providing for the family. Providing, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, sometimes you gotta, you gotta take that, that you might not want to do, 
because you know you could set up for the next three months where now you're able to not take those certain gigs. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I think it's all it's always a um I think it's always gonna be a tug of war unless we continue to bring on more people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And be able to, okay, what's this? All right, I'm gonna have IE go out and shoot it. Because they take good care for that. of it. Yeah, take care of it. Uh, might even have them edit it. Like I know I'm in a place now where I'm trying to find an editor. Mm-hmm. Like a really they don't have to be great, but they have to be good. Mm-hmm. They have to be good and they have to be passionate about what they do. Um, and you also have to have been studying me to know how I edit things and how certain things are so we have no discrepancies. It aligns with your brand. Yeah, it aligns with the brand. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for one of those so we can be able to move on to the next project swiftly. Like, swiftly, swiftly. Like, the reason I think, like, with me and you, you know, we had these talks, you know what I mean? We give ourselves grace periods after projects to be able to edit them. Mm-hmm. And the main reason why, like, I know some people might be like, why so long or this and that? Because they only think about themselves. And granted, of course, you should. You paid your money to get this done for you. You don't really care about what's going on on the other side of it. Yeah, you don't. Which I understand. But at the end of the day, yes, it's still selfish. Of course, we are going to be selfish with our own things and our own products. But at the same time, the reason we give ourselves these grace periods is because we're doing other things. So now when we do a wedding, we nine times out of ten, we can't just go home and start it instantly. Probably after that wedding, we got a whole nother. We probably had a wedding before then, had a wedding after that. Doing a music video the next week, shooting a podcast the next day. We shooting real estate. (laughs) We going to Chicago shooting content for an artist. Yeah, and keep in mind, some of these weddings are 10-hour weddings. So after we're done, we're tired. And and then we have to get back up to drive somewhere else, to Richmond, D.C., wherever Mm -hmm. we got to go. Yeah. So we're not, you know, hopping on that project as soon as y'all think. Mm. Um, just because we're doing other things. Yeah, for sure. You know, and then also, uh, the files are taxing, so we do have to upload those. The files are big taxes. You know, probably make proxies. Yeah. And like, then, yeah. Dealing with, um, you know, y'all see us out and about with these big cameras. Mm-hmm. Now, what come with big cameras is big files. Big files. Huge files. So now. You know what I mean? If you got a great um, external SSD, you know, it'll cut down the speed and uploading them files, but it's still going to relatively take probably like, I know for me, like we do a wedding, taking from two cards plus photos, it'll probably take an hour to upload everything, which that only is the case if it's an SSD. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you yeah. go into an external with a spinning disc, that might take four or five hours. Six sim hours, honestly. Yeah, you know I was about saying? to say. Like, it'll take a long time with them Black Magic Raw files because, like, our pod, for example, our podcast episode, that one clip that was only like 20 minutes, bro, 21 mm-hmm. minutes, it took us a whole 78 gigs on that camera. Crazy. 78 gigs. It's nutty. It's nuts. But yeah. So look, I do have, let me see here. So. How do you find your identity in the creative world? Mm. Mm. How do you find your identity in the creative world? 
Well, this is where I'm going to pause the podcast because I have to go change a battery. Okay. That's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. We just we'll be pause. right back yeah, after this we'll commercial right break. Back. <laughs> All righty. So we're back. We paid the bills. You know <laughs> that Pizza Hut commercial was playing that push your T's in? <laughs> Shout out to Unk. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry, y'all. It's all good. Hold on. Hello. Um, let me hit you back. I'm in the middle of the pod. All right, bye. All right. But yeah, how do you find your uh identity in the creative world? Um it's a hard thing. It's definitely a hard thing to do. Um, I know most when they look at us, me, our pages, your page, um, I know it probably looked like we do have one. Mm-hmm. And I'm just speaking for myself. Do I have a creative identity? I think I do. I believe that I do. But I don't know. It's hard. I don't know. Um, Looking at your page, I think I would say you do. Mm -hmm. But I could see why you don't think you do. (laughs) <laughs> okay. okay. The reason why is because people will say Going I have somewhere. Mm-hmm. I have a creative identity, right? Mm-hmm. But when I look at my page, I think I don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, other people think I do. Yeah. And I think that's why Dre says all the time. He said, "Yo, V has this thing. Fame has this thing. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's my thing? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I'm still. I think I'm still trying to. Find it. Yeah. Find it and make it, you know, perfect it. Yeah, for sure. And I, that's why, you know, my bad. No, you but That's why we don't think mm-hmm. we have a uh, identity yet because we're still trying to perfect it. Yeah, I don't. That's definitely true because, I mean, it look, like I said, man, it looked good, bro. Mm-hmm. It, look, it looks amazing. But, yeah, I wouldn't per se think. I believe that I'm still trying to figure that, that part out okay. to this day. And I've been doing this a little while. Let me ask you this then. So out of um, some of your favorite cinematographers, uh, creators out there, um, name a few of them and tell me what you like about their creative identity. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's a, that's crazy. Um, what do I like about their creative identity? Um, all right, let's start with the number one. Numero uno, you already know who I'm about to say. Uh, uh YC Imaging. Oh, you surprised me. Really? I thought you was going to say Kenny McKinnon. Nah, nah, okay, nah, okay. Nah. Not, I never really, I never, like, I love Peter McKinnon, of yeah. course. Peter McKinnon is dope. He's but, definitely that guy in a creative world. But like, I see why YC, he's more relatable. YC to me, so backstory, right? Uh-huh. Let's just go there. Let's take it there. I modeled. The whole beginning of my career and my trajectory after YC. Okay. Like, I'm talking about, and I just had this conversation with Garrett on the phone probably the other day, which is nuts. So he's familiar with YC? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, YC was doing these videos, and I just related to him. Um, he was a family man. Mm-hmm. Like, he literally, you know what I mean, him and his girl you know on his on his road of entrepreneurship you know they didn't stay in the best of places you know what i'm saying she held him down while he was trying to figure it out Mm. it's literally like kind of the same type of story with me yeah um and 
everything he was doing, bro, I was studying. Like, I was on that channel faithfully. Like, he was putting out videos with the Rona M. Mm-hmm. I got a Rona M. He switched to a Sony A6300. I left Nikon and got a Sony A6300. And that's when I shifted from just being a photographer to also doing video, too, when okay. I got the Sony A6300. Fast forward, he does a review on the Sony A7 III. I got the Sony A7 III. Like, and it was just a, a continuous buildup. I liked everything from how he was color grading to his cinematography style. And that is what propelled, watching him mm-hmm. propelled me faster in what I was doing in the creative space and how quickly I was able to grow and take something that I was inspired by looking at and made it my own. Mm. If that makes sense. Not for sure. So for me, it was YC and creative Ryan, mm-hmm. but they, they were for me, the inspiration came from because they were from Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, they are. And I was like, Oh, they doing this, you know, and I seen the places that they were in. And I was like, yo, they they feel like the homies. Yeah, for sure. You know? But then I was like, all right, I'm going to take it a little step further to somebody that's really popping, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and that was Peter McKinnon. Mm-hmm. And as y'all know, or if you don't know, we didn't go to school for this. At all. So everything that we learned was from YouTube. So we studied from these guys. From our favorite creators. Yeah, from yeah. our favorite creators. And we studied mm-hmm. day in, day out. Um. And I, I really studied everything from Peter McKinnon, you know, from storage space to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, frames per second, mm-hmm. all, all of that, you know, the ins Facts. and outs. Facts. But for you, just like you said, I literally got the Sonys, mm-hmm. you know, uh, used the hell out them Sonys, dog. That's a fact. <laughs> That's a fact. You know, and then... I, you know, we we linked up, mm-hmm. and I was like, Black Magic. You had a Black oh, Magic. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I was yeah. like, okay. So listen, so everybody, <laughs> I want y'all to listen to this. I got him to leave Sony mm-hmm. and get a Canon R6 when I got an R6. He got the Black Magic, got him to completely leave Sony. He didn't want to. Didn't want he, to. He had all the lenses. Had the all, had But I was like, bro, if we going to be working like this, it makes we might sense. as well all have the same equipment for continuity. Yeah, for you know sure. what I'm saying. If we shooting all the time, so now we got the R sixes and the Black Magics, and this is what you're seeing. Yup, R sixes, Black Magic. My Black Magic's at the crib because ain't no need for a fourth camera right now. Facts. <laughs> Another uh, until we start having guests, which will be coming soon. Another person who I've been over the past like year, mm-hmm. who I've really really been studying. And this goes to my hunger to want to start filmmaking. I've really been looking at Mark, Mark Bone. Bone. I knew he was going to say it. Mark Bone is amazing, nah, bro. He's, he's like, fire. From the color grading to the... Storytelling. Storytelling, bro. The, the lens selection. The type of shots. Like, oh my God, it's it's there for you, bro. And it's, it's just so inspiring. Like, when he brought his editor on... Mm-hmm. For a YouTube video, he taught he taught us how to work with our sound mm, and yeah. how he makes the sound sound so good. Rich. <laughs> Rich. You know what I'm saying? Especially in this type of setting. It could be used for outside settings, but just as a starting point 
and then you would do what you do yeah. on the back end. Um, yeah, man, Mark Bone has really been the person as of late that I've really been studying like crazy. Like, because I've been doing a lot of, a lot of projects that calls for me to kind of shoot that way. documentary style. You know what I'm saying? And I actually like doing it. Like, I don't want to do slow mo- slow motion all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, and I agree with that because I don't know if y'all have paid attention to, you know, the weddings that we've been shooting. We've been doing interview style weddings uh, with the bride and groom. And, you know, those are real intimate. And everything that Mark Bone does, he's a, um, if y'all don't know, he's a YouTuber. Um, but he's also a um, documentary, what would you call him, a journalist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A documentary journalist. Um, and he's talking fire. about Mark Bone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fire. Um, Another guy is um, Danny. Danny. Danny is in that same, I think it's Jervert. 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 Or something, or something like, like that. that. Yeah. Sorry if I'm killing your name, bro. But he's another one who dabbled, not even dabbled, he does that as well. Yeah, those two guys. Man, so all these names that we are dropping, I feel like y'all should really research these people um, because they can help you out um, as long as, you know, us as well. But sure. this is who we actually uh, did our research on and got all our information from. And then we just create and craft it to make it our own. Yeah, man. Cause like with, with studying these people, you know, it helps you, it helps you develop your identity. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Like if you in search of your identity, find a person that you resonate with the most, who gives you a certain feeling, a certain connectability and not take from them, but, Use them as your inspiration to better yourself and apply certain things to what you're doing. You know what I mean? That's that's a fact. So and I and I feel like it's all right to uh, have inspiration, but don't steal it. If that yes. makes sense. Yes. Because and that's and that's a thin line. Yeah. It's a very thin line because it's a very very thin line between stealing uh-huh. and. Being inspired and taking it, taking the inspiration and applying it to and it. crafting it and to crafting it to your tailoring it to your own style, yeah, and uniqueness of what you do. You know what I'm saying? Because um, a lot of the greats do that. Everybody does that. Every, yeah, everybody does. There's it. so not, it's, there's it's, not one original thought. Yeah, I'm sorry, but it's not. It's not. You hold on. It, a lot of artists do it. Yes. All artists do it. All I mean, artists do yes. it. A hundred percent. All producers do it because a lot of these new songs you hear originated from another song. Hitmaker. Yeah, he Hitmaker has made a a a resurgence off the sample. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's nothing wrong with it. So just find your person that you look up to, um, study them, and take what you like from them and make it your own. And that's how you get your creative identity, I believe. Yes, that is how you start to get your creative identity for sure. Um, So moving along, man. Do you, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Do you do anything for free anymore, right? (laughs) And where would you draw the line? Because I know some creators out there who definitely would like to know oh, how we how we do it. 
You know what I'm saying? Do we do things for free? Yes, anymore? I do. I do do th- things for free mm-hmm. within reason. Um, has to make sense. Has to bring me value. Facts. Check Back. out the last podcast. <laughs> Check out episode one. <laughs> but yeah, it has to bring me value, man. Um, has to be fulfilling to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you're doing it for free, it definitely has to be fulfilling. Yes, it has to be fulfilling. Uh, like it just, you know, it has to be worth my time, and that's the biggest thing, you know, my time. Like between money and time, those are two important things to me right now. If I, if I'm doing anything. You know, worth my while. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be worth my time, man, because I can't get that time back. That's a fact. I can't get that time back. So whatever you come with me, uh, come to me with, has to be presented properly, mm-hmm. well executed, mm-hmm. um, and just no BS, man. That's a fact. Those are definitely all of those. Um, I feel like do do yes, we yes, I do things for free. Piggybacking off what you said definitely has to be fulfilling. Um, I got to be passionate about it, too, um, because and I got to set expectations. Yeah. Like you should be setting expectations in everything you do, but especially if it's for free, especially if it's for free, because you you'll like people take advantage of you when stuff ain't for free. So they definitely going to take advantage when it's for free, like they're going to require a lot require the most they're gonna want to hit you up after five and my biggest my one of my biggest Here pet peeves. Go. We gonna talk. we're gonna talk about pet peeves <laughs> we're gonna talk about pet peeves mm-hmm. because why are you texting me at 10 o'clock at night thinking you're gonna get a reply and you know early on you know what i mean I know for me, I didn't set certain expectations. Mm-hmm. I believe now the expectation has been set. Oh, yeah, I already know. Like, I'm not replying to you after 5 o'clock. It's just not going to happen. And it be sometimes where I really love the client and I want to, but I can't for myself mm-hmm. because I got to stand on that. You know what I'm saying? Especially like, if it's pertaining to business. Yeah, and it's always pertaining to business. You know what I'm saying? Like... Nah, I can't. I can't do that. Like, and I don't know why you're texting me at ten o'clock at night or eleven o'clock at night. My office like, is closed, bro. It just be baffling to me. Like, certain people they want to take, they want to take have meetings late at night. Can I call you at nine? No, you can't call me at nine. <laughs> I just gave you from the morning time to five o'clock. Mm-hmm. There's no time in between there. Where you can take fits, cause the call ain't gonna let this is and this is the thing too. The call, the calls don't last long. They probably like five to ten minutes. So between 7 a.m. and 5 a.m., you can't carve out 10 minutes of your time. Find that, find that time. For the meeting. Find and I the know, time. And when you tell me you can't, I know you can because you on IG. Stop it. You making posts. You scrolling. Big scrolling, liking, like, come on, man. That's a that's a huge that's a huge pet peeve for me. Cause I'm not texting you at ten o'clock at night. That's not happening at all. Just do your due diligence and follow the rules, <laughs> please. Read my hours of operation, please. Please, it's there. I've I've said it a thousand times. Just please abide by the rules. 
A thousand times. With your low vibrations. Oh, man. Not the- <laughs> <laughs> we not doing that, man. I ain't going there. That's, we not doing that, I'm not that, going man. there. We not doing that, man. I we thought not. it was perfect. <laughs> we not doing that. Shout out to Shorty. Yeah. <laughs> we not doing that. I'm man. done with That's you, dog. Hilarious, dog. But yeah, man. So like, basically, in a nutshell, your creative your creative identity can be found, um, by just you know, your inspiration, mm-hmm. what you love to do every day. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't have to come from a person all the time. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, it's just what you're very passionate about. Yeah. What you like the most. And how how did you master your your outcome? Because I see a lot of people out here that got their creative identity. Like um, my man, my man, Al Doms and his team. Love it. You know, love, love their love creative it. identity. Shout out to what? Love Over it. East. Yeah, over east. Shout out to Aaron D for sure. Yeah, been studying him for a while too. That's yeah. a, that's another one from the town too. So yeah, from the town. You know, what I'm a saying? lot of people from yo. We got a lot of creative people out here, dog. You want to name a few? Okay. Uh, let's who do we who? <laughs> let's see. Let's who go. do we who before we end this thing? Uh-huh. Who do we see out there in the creative community who are doing their thing? Let's name drop. Okay, let's go. So I see let's name drop. I see my man Tremaine. Um, he's with P H O N D. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what he's, you're he's about. doing his thing mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those those are fire. Um, who else is out there? Uh, I see my man Shot. Yes, my that man. was that was gonna be on my uh, list. Shot is killing it. Shot is a genius with the with the consistency. Genius and like with the reels, the marketing. And you I can't know. believe he didn't did thirty four videos already, right? It's nuts. Each day, bro. I can't. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, trying, I I'm trying to be that consistent, dog. Bro. Like, I really am. My God, bro. Like, yeah. Shout out know. to my man. Shout out to Shot. What's his name? You know who I'm talking about. You Yo. said, ugh. oh, Oh, Coley? Coley. Coley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out to. Out, uh, shout out to Coley, man. A Jesus piece, you know. Shout out to them boys. Piece, yeah. Who else is um, out here? Shout out to, shout out to Cap for, uh. Finally, Shad said he finally took his advice and started doing the videos for the product shots. Uh-huh. And I feel, I me personally now, I feel like that's like his niche. Like he didn't have like two viral joints, two right? viral joints from that, and they they come out fire every time. You know what I'm saying? So definitely shout out to him. Oh, I have to say shout out to Sergio. Big shout out. Big shout out to Sergio. He killing it. Eight K. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. He got the Raptor 8K. Oh my God. Um, killing it it's on the scene. It's time for us to get a red camera. I told him this the other day, which yeah, is so crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. We, <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna make that purchase right now. I just not told for you. not for a Raptor, no. But we could <laughs> we could get a Komodo. Yeah, we could get a Komodo. We could get a Komodo. At the I get this creative. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. But yeah, man. Like the um creative scene is you know very popping right now. Shout out to everybody that's doing that thing. Um, Shout out to uh, Brandon again on this episode Brandon he, Oh He doing a commitment video Yes And, looks, and I seen the little yeah, teasers for it look, Yeah that joint look Yeah Like that Yeah he said <laughs> he, he uh, I called him the other day And he told me Yeah bro I ain't changed the settings bro 
that you would put on the camera. So oh, I, that's why I look like I, that. When I, when I got when I got home, I just was playing with the color and premiere. I was like, bro, I'm glad it worked for you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He said he won't gonna change the settings neither. He did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I ain't changing these settings. And then I explained to him the overexposure thing, but it could be broken. Blase, blase. Yeah. But yeah, he 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 uh he's definitely killing it. Um, who else in the creative space? Shout out to. She's in the creative space, more interior design space. But shout out to the homie. And this is the last shout out y'all get for free. <laughs> we about to shout out. Shout out to the homie, Christina. Oh, yeah. Because she has another property coming. That's all I'm going to say. She got another property coming. Hold on. I don't know about this one. Is this nah, one? Nah, oh, this is a new, new one. one. This is a new one. Sheesh, and she she grinding. And she sent me a video. Shout out to Christina and her husband, Roy. My dog. It's like that. And I'm going to be the first person to use it. And I already know what I'm using it for. Shout out to Aaron. And yeah, we out. <laughs> we out. Oh, we're going to end the pod just we like out. that. Yeah, This is episode two, man. The Black Print Pod. Shout out to Aaron. It is what it is. It is what it is. And this is how to find your creative identity. Yeah. The Black Print podcast.